the Out of Bounds Show. Brought to you by Canon Nissan and the Nissan Pathfinder. All new body style. Check it out at Canon Nissan in Jackson. We are the Out of Bounds Show. ESPN 105.9 The Zone. We're live in the Bank Plus studio. Lunch today brought to you by the Amazing Ribs at Fleetway Market and the Market Cafe in Gluckstadt. Right now, you can watch the show on YouTube. Search Out of Bounds Sports. That is our YouTube channel. And uh, we welcome in Mozzie Moyed. Did I say that right, Coach? That That's correct. That's correct. Good morning, Jason. How you doing? Well, this is Bo. This is Bo. I'm uh, Jason. Oh, Bo, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. It, it's all good. Um, Jason's the one that, that uh, booked this thing. And uh, I'm the host of the show, and you were you coached Jared Goff in high school in San Francisco, which is uh, really really cool. And so, what have your talk about? What have your emotions been like as you've watched the Detroit Lions the last two weeks? Man, it's uh, reminiscent a little bit. You know, um, last time there was this much media attention on Jared back home was when he went to the Super Bowl with the Rams, you know, everyone was calling, everyone was coming by and, you know, uh, everything sort of, uh, turned euphoric and, and, um, and gotten attention like we've never gotten attention before. And it, it sort of, it feels like it's all happening all over again. You know, um, I think, you know, he's coming home to play against the Niners, you know, his, his backyard where he grew up area and and it, it's a local game against the Niners. So I think that's why it's getting so much local attention here, you know, um, you know, back home. So it brings back that feeling, you know, and ironically he's one game away from the Super Bowl, So hopefully they can get it done. Absolutely. Uh, you know, we, we've been talking about Dan Campbell. He was a coach at the saints under Sean Payton. I'm sure as you know, and yes. so we're, you know, this is a Saints market, you know, less than three hours away. We have season ticket holders here that they go to, and they've had their, uh, they've had their summer camp here and so on. Um, and then Campbell goes to Detroit and he's a little bit different approach than most NFL guys. He's kind of got some college in him. You weren't sure if it was going to work and man, has it worked as far as, you know, resonating with the, with the players um, so did you, when you started at, at Marin Catholic, you started at the same time as Jared Goff was a varsity player. Is that, is that correct? That's correct. Okay. What did you think about him day one? Um, you know, I mean, shoot, he was, uh, I, I well, just a little bit of background. I was assistant head coach for two seasons before that. So I had a chance um, as an assistant um, to see him his first year on the freshman level here. Um, but day one, when I saw him then, it, it was like, you know, wow, that, that guy can spin the ball a little bit. Um, and, and, you know, and you just sort of want to keep watching. I'm like, let me keep watching him throw. You know, and after about five or six throws, you're like, okay, that wasn't on accident. He could throw the ball, you know. Um, so he just made it look, you know, easy, you know, effortless. He was very smooth, uh, great athlete, uh, really, really skinny guy. Um, I think he 
you know, I can't remember how much he weighed as a freshman, but uh, or as a sophomore, but it wasn't a lot because he graduated probably at a around 170 pounds, six uh, four, 170 or so when he when he left here. Um, so so yeah, but uh, he was a phenomenal athlete, moved really well, and made it look easy when he was throwing the ball. Wow, Mazi Moyad. Uh, high school coach for Jared Goff joining us on the Out of Bounds show at Marin Catholic in San Francisco. And now Goff is in another NFC championship game, but with a different team. And, of course, the Lions have been the lovable losers my whole life. And this is an unbelievable turnaround from Dan Campbell and Goff and and so many others. Um, okay, so he progresses. How did it – by the time he's a senior – is he is he the dude? Is he the star? Is he not only just the star on your team? Is he one of the stars in the however y'all do it region district? Frame that up for me, coach. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, well, recruiting wise, he wasn't super highly recruited uh, for one reason or another. Um, you know, he he you know I think he only had like four or five offers, and at, at the time. Um, you know, and, and, and as far as his, you know, um, his notoriety, his respect, you know, he was invited to Elite 11. You know, that's the sort of the, the club with all the top quarterbacks in the country. Uh, he did really well in that. I think he faced like top two or three guys in that thing and uh, got some no, notoriety there. Um, and then by the time he finished his senior season here, uh, you know, he, he held all the records here at the school and, um, he was Bay Area Metro Player of the Year, um, you know. So, so he got his well-deserved recognition, um, you know. You know, but wasn't like a quarterback that had 20 offers coming out of high school, you know. Why do you think that is, Coach? That he, I mean, Elite 11's big. He he's six four. He, he's got a good frame. Uh, you mentioned from the jump, you could see the talent. He obviously was a great player for you and your school. Uh, why do you think he didn't have 20 to 30-plus offers? You know, that's a great question. I think I think part of it is, you know, um, there hadn't been a ton of guys in, in our area that had, that had come out. You know, it wasn't one of the hot spots for, you know, let's get a bunch of guys from this area, you know. Um you know, I think part of it was that. Usually, when that's the case, um, there's a little bit less attention. Um, it, his frame was a little slight. You know, he's really skinny. Um, some guys really don't care about that too much because they say, "Hey, we'll put some weight on him." Uh, that that could have been a knock on him. Uh, but outside those two things, I really can't think of anything else. Uh, you know, um, because he was he was a phenomenal talent, a great player, and you know. Uh, after he was committed to Cal, you know, I would get calls uh, fairly frequently, just people saying, hey, is any chance he wants to uh, flip, you know, um, you know, and, and uh, or decommit and commit with us, you know. Um, and I believe, uh, you know, some good recognition for him is towards the end of our football season, uh, Jeff Tepford, who was the head coach at Cal at the time, you know, he he was um, he was fired, and uh, so Cal had no head coach, and Jared was committed there. Um, so we get a call from uh, Doug Nussmeyer at the time, who's at Alabama under Coach Saban, um, and I think 
whoever they were recruiting at the time, I think a kid from Utah or something, you know, wasn't having a great year. And so they were seeking other guys. And uh, they, they asked if Jared was interested during the decommit, uh, to decommit from Cal when they had no coach, and uh, if he wanted to be a guy at Alabama. Uh, a lot of people don't know that. Uh, because it's one of those conversations that, like, hey, if he's interested, we'll go public with it. If he's not, we got to move on to the next guy here. Uh, you know, so I told Jared, and took, he took a week to think about it and ended up sticking it out at Cal, and, um, which was a big decision for him. Um, but um, it, it ended up being the right decision, you know, and I think part of it was, he had a legacy at Cal. You know, he grew up going to Cal games. Both parents went to Cal, and uh-huh. uncle went to Cal, and all that kind of stuff. So, so he sort of took a chance and, and, and uh, stuck it out with Cal, and then they hired Sonny Dykes, and the rest was history. 